AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. Oscar Wilde. I have to say amen to that one because we need to love ourselves more. One of the questions that I ask in my private sessions is, how do you celebrate yourself? And I can tell you that 50% of the people that I ask that, they don't. Actually, it's probably 70%. 
I'm being nice. But people don't celebrate themselves every day. I have a challenge for you. It's not TikTok. It's not, um, you know, Instagram. It's just a Tracy challenge. (laughs) And I want to challenge all of you to celebrate yourself every single day. And it doesn't have to be with money. One of my favorite things is just to walk to the park and put my feet in the grass or hug a tree. Um, So I want to encourage all of you to be good to yourself, to love yourself and to be nice to yourself because no one is going to do it better than you. No one is going to love you as much as you love yourself. And the love that you give to yourself pours out into others. So today, spend time celebrating and loving you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. You guys are not ready. You are not ready. I already know this, but you're going to be ready. 
by the end of this interview, you will be ready. Let me tell you, one of the blessings that I have in my life is relationships. And when I look back at how long I have known this gentleman, it is amazing to me that we are still in touch. We are still in each other's worlds and we still have a dynamic friendship. It's just, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Okay, I need you guys to understand that you are standing on this man's shoulders, actors. And I want you to also understand that um, our guest and myself, we have fought from day one for people of color and we continue to fight for people of color. I need you guys to understand that because we are in 2023 and I have known him at least 1993, 94, I want to say, because I started New York Undercover in 94. Ladies and gentlemen, a phenomenal human being, a caring, loving, supportive human being for y'all actors. You need to know because you need to know the people that stand by you, fight for you. I want you to put your hands together and stand up. Stand up in your living room. I want you to put your hands together for casting director extraordinaire, producer extraordinaire, director extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, please, my dear friend, my spiritual brother, Ulysses Torero. Wow. Oh, my The truth. Oh, my Lord, what an introduction. You know what's brilliant, Yui? The fact that you have an acting background. I don't. I mean, I, I kind of do in San Francisco, but I'm just saying you when I met you, you were actively pursuing a career as an actor. So you have that understanding. And then as a professional, this is what you do. And the other day, you guys, I saw him on live. I heard him. I supported him. And I was like, I want him on the podcast to talk to you directly. Because a lot of things have changed since COVID. And I have so many similar experiences with Yuli. I have people, I don't know why actors, I don't know why you guys think that you can just go out and come into this profession with no experience. Why would you even want to do that and put yourself out there? So I, Yuli, I'm giving you the platform, man. Please talk to these people. I will interject, but I would, this is your live again on iHeartRadio, please. <laughs> I mean, where, where do we start? What do we talk about? I mean, like I said, uh, you know, lately for me, like you said, is is because of Zoom now, Everyone thinks they could be an actor now. So you get a lot of people that harass you to give them an opportunity. And when you do, it's like they're terrible. And it's just like the first question I ask them is like, well, you know, what kind of training do you have? It's like training. I'm a natural. I'm like natural. What disaster? Because it's just like it's just like I can't no more. It's, and, and then it's like, you know, then, then there's this new thing where it's like this thing called influencers now. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you bought a million followers now you think I want to put you in a movie, you know, but it's like, you have to be a good actor. And, and 99 out of a hundred influencers that come into the casting room are really bad mm -hmm. because, because uh, telling jokes on Instagram or showing your butt or whatever people are doing to get numbers. That's one thing, but, but acting is, is it's a craft. It's an art form. It's a, you know, it's a career that you have to manifest. You have to, you have to train, you have to study. Like it's a full-time gig. 
you know, to 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 get the rewards that everybody wants. People want to be like on a, a series regular on a TV show on a big network, but you have to be brilliant to get that opportunity. And it takes years. There's no naturals on a TV series, you know. Anybody in a TV series was a natural, I was a, a natural that got a little independent film, woke up, smelled the coffee, then they trained, and then they eventually 20 years later got that opportunity. Yeah. So um, you know, like I said, I you know, we've both been blessed to to have a lot of, you know, uh, celebrity friends because we knew them before they were celebrities. And now, right. they're, now they're big. And, you know, we might have had our, our hands in that a little bit. So they give the love and pop up to our classes and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, like Luis Guzman, you know, I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yes. He's on, you know, he's the father on Wednesdays. He was, you know, Kalito's way, Juan Pachanga. But, yeah. but um, you know, he's come to many of my classes. And, um, you know, he said uh, he was a social worker in the projects, in Low East Side Projects. And mm-hmm. a friend of his, you know, kept telling me she should be a movie, she should be a movie, she should be a movie, and gave him an opportunity. And he did a little movie. And and he was so grateful. Everybody loved him. So so they gave him another opportunity and another opportunity. Then he got Miami Vice, a, a, a big role. And that's when he realized he couldn't act and was like, oh, shit, this thing is hard. And then he went to the actor's studio. You know, when he was in Miami Vice, he went to the actor's studio because that's when he realized, OK, these one line is just cool. Being myself is cool. But to get the real money, you have to do these pages that somebody else wrote, these characters that somebody else created. That's, that's nothing like you. And you got to figure out how to become the person on the page. And that's when he realized he had to study, you know. And, I want to I wanted to ask you, because like I stress um, to all actors that they have to read aloud every single day, 365 days a year. Like when Michael Jordan was practicing every night, the free throws and stuff, mm-hmm. because in my experience and just wanting to get your input, um, people can't read Yuli. They cannot read. And when I say that to them, I'm saying breathing life into the words because You know this, too, because you know a lot of directors and we got to give a shout out to Jesse. Got to give a shout out because that's why that's my dude, too. I love me some Jesse. Um, But directors, I had a conversation with Benny Boom and Benny was saying, like, um, maybe two takes, Tracy, maybe two. So there's no longer coming on set, warm up. You know, you got to come on volcanic hot. That's what I tell them. Right. And have at least 10, I say 10 to 15 choices every scene you're doing. So you can have your archives to pull out, right? But the reading is challenging for me, Yuli, because um, I had a a reading for a project that I had cast two years ago. And it was so difficult getting through that reading because Mm -hmm. a lot of the actors don't know how to read and blow light. They're just reading. And I say to them, we don't hire readers. We hire characters. Characters have characteristics and they do things. So in terms of like, you know, I want you to speak on reading, but what other things do you highly recommend and stress to these young actors out here who just think all I need to do is just memorize some lines? Yeah, I mean, like I said, that that that's what I, I encourage not to do. You know, what I encourage is to understand the character, you know, like like who is this character, 
you know, uh, what's the relationship with the person you're talking to? What's the purpose of the conversation? What's your goal? You know, where are you? Are you outside? Is it cold? Is it hot? Are you sitting down? You know, how are you dressed? How do you feel? You know, you know, you know, understand. And sometimes this is given in the script, but sometimes it's not. And if it's yeah. not, you know, you have to with, with the with, with, with the majority of the information you got, you got to make a call or a judgment and go, you know what? This guy's from here, you know, she's from there, you know, this is the, and, and create the backstory. Cause without a backstory, you're only going to be reading lines. But once you know the objective of the scene and the characters, the relationship, now the words can come out like the director would like to, for them to come out. For example, if the line is like, Hey, how you doing? Right. And you uh-huh. just realize the lines, you go, Hey, how you doing? Right. But if you know the backstory and the backstory is like, this is the guy who was screwing around with your wife for two years, who's your best friend who just found out has been screwing your wife. You know, right. how are you going to say that now? Now you're like, no, Hey, how you doing? You know, like it, it, the tone's going to be different, you know, and that's what a lot of people, uh, most new actors or, or wannabe actors or, 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 you know, first time actors do. They just worry about memorizing these lines and that's how they come in. Hey, how you doing? How's everything? Okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to kill you tomorrow. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. What just happened here. <laughs> but when you know the backstory, it's like, hey, how you doing? You know, right. you know, you're dying tomorrow, right? You know, right. I'm gonna kill you, right? You're like, oh wow, hey, this person's an actor. They mm-hmm. did the work, but but like I said, this is not this is stuff that you know they learned in your class. You know what I mean? These are these are things like you just said some things right now. I was like, well, that's a good idea. I don't think I've ever done that before. So I just learned a jewel talking to you right now. You know, so so. But uh, it's vice versa, and like I want the audience to know that like. Um, when I first started casting, there were like five casting directors, including Yuli, that I trusted and that I, you know, if they needed anything, I would refer Same, you know, we, we, um, we help each other out like that. So it's never, um, I never felt competition. I never felt like, oh, you know, I don't want to take a job from Yuli or whatever. I felt we were all blessed back then. And we were always working, all of us, we were always working, um, So I think that that's a great thing for you guys to know is that there's no competition between us. We share. Um, The other thing is, is that I encourage people who take my class to take your class after because, (laughs) well, I think I think what's really important is that actors get a variety of teachers because not everybody is the same and not everybody teaches the same. But like what I've started to enforce basically based on you is creating sort of this agreement with actors, you know, in the beginning that um, talking to Elsa about, but, um, you know, homework assignments have to be turned in. I'm not giving you homework assignments just because I'm playing teacher. I'm giving you homework assignments because the business part of it is what you need to focus on the business. And the spiritual side is knowing and understanding the manifestation process and the usage of your words. If you keep telling me you're a struggling actor, you're going to be a struggling actor. So you need to make adjustments in your words, right? But when people don't turn in their homework or they turn it in the day of when it's supposed to do, what what I'm trying to teach you guys is discipline and routine because if you're not a morning person you got to change your life if you plan on being an actor because we shoot our shooting schedule right you know if you're late all the time you got to change your life because we need you to be on time we hire business people so 
I just want to make that clear because I, that's one of the aspects that I love about Yuli, Winsome Sinclair. Yuli knows our usual suspects who we can tap into, Yolanda Hunt, that are always there to assist us, right? Um, but I have a question in terms of, you made a really good point in terms of um, the characters. In your audition, and now with Zooms, are you finding, because, you know, I always want to give the benefit of the doubt, but if you were to put on a percentage, what is the percentage of actors, in your opinion, that are not, training is one thing, but in, in, in the Zoom, being equipped with the proper background, sound, shooting, what is the percentage of actors that are really prepared out there? Well, it's unfortunate that I'm going to have to break this down good in a in a racist or, or a racial <laughs> uh, uh, a breakdown but uh if it's a if it's a Caucasian character we're looking for uh maybe nine out of ten are perfect on point have wow. everything needed if it's African American you know I would say nowadays in 2023 I would say like seven. Seven out of ten, you know, okay. for sure for sure. And if it's Latino or other, they mm-hmm. two percent, two out of ten. You know, wow. it's, it's real. It's really bad. Like I said, the thing is, is like you know, you know, um, you know, we come, we come from from the beginning of time where there was not much color on TV. So we were part of that movement. And, um, you know, so I was part of the fight. You know, I did the Black Lives Matter. I did. I was part of all that stuff. But uh-huh. now there is opportunity, you know, for African-American actors. There is now. So now that there's opportunities, you know, uh, African-Americans have stepped up to the plate and have taken uh-huh. advantage of the opportunities. There's still no opportunities for Latinos. So therefore, you know, why spend money to study if there's no future? Mm. Why why learn what you have to do if there's no auditions? Mm. Now, if you're Mexican and you live in L.A., there's there's opportunities, you know, to a certain degree, you know, Mm -hmm. but you're like Puerto Rican or Dominican or another type of Latino. Like if if you don't have the standard accent that they actually for on TV right now, there's um, two movies right now that came out. One is the. The Fritos, I think it is, with, with Jesse Garcia. The even oh Lee. yeah. Then there's another one that's on Disney with uh, uh, it's called the the Dolores, Dolores something. Um, I just saw it today briefly, so I don't know the name of it. But you know, she's a strong actress. The uh, the 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 horror of Dolores, something like that. But anyway, you know, if you watch, if you see the trailers, you know. Those are all my friends. I know everybody knows movies. Wow. And, and, and they don't talk like this. You know, they had to talk like this. Like everyone talks like this. Like, oh. like I don't even know if I'm doing it right. But it's like, it's like if there's a Latin role on the all right, I tell you, I'll tell you a story. So I was casting this movie for this big studio. We were looking for this specific type of actress, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble with the studio, so I won't say the description, but we never found her. Mm. So the movie never happened. Big studio, nice budget, starring role for someone of my ethnicity, right. you know, with my complexion, you know, certain specific things to the title. 
and young, a young actor, and we couldn't find anybody. So, so the movie never happened, you know. Wow. And they had the financing and everything. everything. Yeah, $10 million, big movie, and then potentially a sitcom afterwards. And we couldn't find it. We found three girls that were amazing, but they were just too old. Supposed to be high school. They were like a year too old. We had three amazing options, but they were a year too old. And then we found one that was young, but she didn't want, she didn't agree with you know, the sauce attached to the character. She didn't want to play that kind of role. But anyway, but the long story short is, so the character had a mother, right? A Latin mother, right? Mm -hmm. Every single Latin woman that came into the audition out of LA was like, um, let's say the girls, it was Veronica, like, Veronica, why you not here? Why why you not home? Like, they all spoke like that. And I was just like... Stereotypical vision of how it's to be. But I knew all of them, so I was calling them, like, What's this terrible accent you're doing? Like wow. you said, you said Latina. I go, yeah, but not like like where does where does that accent come from? Like, oh, it's Mexican. Yeah, I'm like, what do you like? They're like, yo, how you, like that's how it is over here. When they say Latin in the scripts over there, that's what that means. You have to do the accent. We all learned it. Wow. After I learned that, if you watch all the movies like Ozark, right? Yeah. You no. Know, the, the new saying is now, we're the new black now. So now when you do a movie, there's a lead black actor, lead female, you know, LGBTQ, all these characters, and we're the drug dealers now. Like, we're the drug dealers. We're the ones that get killed in the first five minutes, which wow. happened to African-American actors 20 years ago. But the good thing is that we, we have the blueprint now. So as Latinos, we're like, okay, this is the blueprint. This is what they did. This, you know, so so now as Latinos, we, we just got to follow. The only difference is that, you know, like Tyler Perry, God bless him so much. Like, you know, he had support, especially from uh-huh. the church. So he did all those plays. So uh-huh. when he transformed that into films, every single person that seen those plays ran to the movie theaters to support this young filmmaker. Mm. African-American, and they all ran to the movie theaters. Let's support this great guy. And he became successful because he had the fan base. If you ever go see a Tyler Perry movie in the theater, it feels like church. Right, right. Family, the kids, the grandparents. Fourth wall is broken. There's hallelujah. Like, it feels like church. Because he had the support from the from the church and everybody that followed him. Right. The black community is, when we do it, like, we can follow the blueprint all we want. But if we do uh, uh, the Latin um, Hollywood shuffle, right? Are Latinos going to go see it? You know, probably not. Wow. You know, I don't know. Like, like, like I said, there was uh, Baker and the Beauty, which is a, lot, a bunch of great actors, a great show on CBS. Nobody saw right. it. On ABC, nobody saw it. But at the same time, too, they didn't market it either. I right, because like the they don't know how to market people of color. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll put a they'll they'll put it on. Telemundo. Telemundo is a Spanish-speaking audience. Right. English show. Why would they right. say show? That don't make no sense. Then there was uh then there was In the Heights, you know, which is oh. an attempt of a of a, a Broadway show turned to film with, you know, uh Dan. I worked with Dan. Leslie Grace on that. Okay. Oh, you you were um C- CAA called me for her. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I love her. Oh, yeah. But 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 nobody saw that show, right? Um, you know, and the average Dominican I see that didn't see that show. Oh no, because it didn't seem authentic. You're a fucking hater, right? Sorry, if I curse on the show. Sorry. Then then no, you can curse. Then there was uh, 
Godita Chronicles, which I'm the one that cast the girl, the lead girl, which is a cute family. Yeah. About a I love girl, it. No, nobody saw that. Um, then there was a, uh, uh, you know, uh, West Side Story, which had, love. had, a, I mean, few, had a few had a few Latinos in there, whatever. But but nobody saw it. it Might have been Spielberg's worst movie ever, and 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 probably the most Latinos in it. So it's like, so if you're Hollywood, why would you want to do stuff with Latinos in it? Right. Because if you see that there's no profit, nobody sees yeah, it. But yeah. why is that? Why is it that we don't have that support? Because because there's so many of us. Like I said, Freddie Rodriguez, you know, he he did a love Freddie. He did a, a great movie, uh, uh Nothing But the Holidays. It was a a, a Christmas story. Uh-huh. A Christmas story with Latinos in it. Every Latino was in that, you know, a bunch of Latino actors in that. And nobody saw it. You know, and it was a great movie. It was about a, a land family Christmas in Chicago and nobody saw it, you know? So, so my whole thing is like the different, the thing is, is that there's so many different Latinos, right? Right. So if, if the stars are Puerto Rican, then everybody else is hating on it. And even the Puerto Ricans are hating on it. If the, if the, if the movie is Dominicans, no one's seeing that, you know, we're, we're like, what African Americans went through in America, that's what we go through in the Spanish community. Like we're the blacks of the Latin space. Like if your wow. daughter tells you, hey, I'm dating a Dominican, it's like, oh, like why are you doing that for? You know? Wow. Like, so within the culture, it, like us dealing with light skin versus dark skin. Yes. But it's worse, it's worse for us in the Latin space than in America. Like we have more racism amongst Latinos than we do in America. Wow. You know, so like I said, I just directed this thing for Amazon. It's, uh -huh. spelled, it's called Hip Hop or Siempre, but it's spelled Hip Hop X Siempre. It means Hip Hop Forever. And this year was the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop, right? Yes. And they did a bunch of shows and specials and this and that. And nobody mentioned one Latino. Nobody. And um, I mean, truth be told, the fever in the Bronx, yeah. because my ex-husband managed UTFO and okay. Full Force. Okay. So I was always up in the fever. Sal Abutella, yes. Sal, yes. He was yes, best yes. friends with my ex-husband. So yeah. come on now. We got to give credit where credit is due. No, no, but the thing, the thing is that the thing is that um in the documentary, right? So the 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 first hip hop movie ever done was Wild Style, right? Which right. They're doing the 40th anniversary this week, actually, in New York City, and they're inducting some of the guys into the Hall of Fame, right? But the first rap group ever, they had um, they had uh, uh what's his name? Uh, uh Curtis Blow. No, the Spanish guy. That, that, oh, um. Damn, I, I I can't even forget it, but but I'm gonna post. I posted it like three days ago. But okay, like, I'm gonna look for it. It's a first. It's a rap scene. I'll send it to you. There's a rap scene, and, and and there's an African American guy. He starts the rapper. Then the second guy that raps is Charlie Chase, which he was the DJ of the uh, Crush Group of uh, uh, Cold Crush. So he, right, he was a DJ, but he's the second guy that raps. And then the third guy that raps is the rapper from the first group ever in hip hop ever. Like the fifth MC was Spanish. So it was like, just, just in this battle scene, the, the two yeah. out of three first rappers that rap are Spanish. And yeah. it's, like, it's like, how, 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 how were we not mentioned? You know what I mean? Like, to, I'm, I, I, I know I got here. Yep. Sugar Hill gang. 
Yep. I got here and that's what I said to run DMC. I, I, when I first landed here, my girlfriend was being managed by Russell Simmons. And so I, my, she was my roommate. I was um, at Green Street Studio and I lived at the Fever. I lived at the garage, Funhouse, Roxy, Ooh. because Ooh. these were all the places that Ooh. UTFO performed. He also managed Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, around with them. And so to me, when, you know, because I'm coming from San Francisco, I don't know anything about Bronx, Brooklyn, nothing. So I was always going straight to the Bronx. So I thought that that's where rap originated. It is. And and then the other thing that was really huge here was breakdancing yes. and graffiti. Yes. And the majority of guys that I saw were Latino. Yes. No, of course. So they were, to, I, I don't understand like the influence because at one time, right before my daughter's dad passed, um, he was in talks with Sal about doing the movie The Fever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, yes. Which you would have seen everybody come through there. Madonna was there one time I was there, and nobody knew her. She was just walking around with dollies on. That's what I said, with the lace and stuff, and fluttering (laughs) around. I'm like, who's this chick? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I did. But Yuli, this is what I did. I was at the Roxy, because she used to always flirt with my ex-husband and Russell Simmons, right? And so one day I went up to her, I said, listen, chick, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to need you to stay away from my man. This is what I'm going to need you to do, Madonna, whoever, right? Then when my husband and I, when we got divorced, he was like, I could have managed Madonna if it wasn't for you. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know. It was a great, when I tell you, it was a great time during that. And then you had like Jive, was it Jive? Uh, Not Jive, um... One of the yeah, maybe it was. It was one of the smaller record companies that was really giving out those deals to rappers at that time. Yeah, because J- J- Russell was there with Def Jam, but there was an Ann Carly yes. who worked with Darnell. Yes. Remember? J- Jive, Jive Records, yep. Barry, okay, so it was Barry Wise mm-hmm. at Jive Records. They were handing out those deals at that time, mm-hmm. and I just remember when Lisa hit that. You know, I was tapped in even more because what I didn't know was. Within the Latino community, there was Dominicans, there was Cuban. Like, I didn't know the specific groups. And then I learned that when I came here. Because one of the things you said, I come from California. Mexicans is all that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. So I was saying to you, the thing that bothers me is the stereotypical images that Hollywood continues to perpetuate today. Because I don't know if you guys knew listeners, but they want to do the Fidel Castro movie, Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they want to cast James Franco as mm-hmm. Fidel Castro instead mm-hmm. of John Legamos, who would that would be his Oscar right there. Mm-hmm. Like, where is the 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 logic in in this type of casting with Hollywood? And I'm telling you that the logic is that when they do put the Latino in there, nobody goes to see it. And the numbers don't make sense. That, that's the problem. That's why I say everybody could complain. Like I, I told, I told people on my side, um, if you're into the transformer chain, go check it out because the lead is Latino. 
You know, Anthony Ramos is the star of Transformers. So if, you know, if you want to make a change, you want to make a difference, go check out the Transformers this weekend. Because like I said, if if the numbers come in high, yeah, it would be like, oh, shit, maybe we should do this land thing. But if the numbers yeah. come in low, they're going to be like, oh. you see, you see. Yes. Technical, see? sorry. It's okay. But it'll be like, you see, that's that. That's why we don't do it, you know. But 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 like I said, just just to just to wrap up on the on the documentary we did, the whole yeah. the whole purpose of that was to start a conversation that you know we were here, we were always here. We grew up in the, we came like in the in the nine in nineteen ninety nineteen twenties. That's when like the Puerto Ricans started coming to the United States and stuff. You know, way before hip hop started. So yeah, we lived in the neighborhoods. We went to the same yeah. schools. Like we were there. We were at yeah. the park. And then what happened was. Graffiti started first because people were writing on the walls to like, you know, just make a statement like, you know, right. police or I was here or, you know, I'm important. I make sense. Then the DJ started second where they started like taking loops. I mean, uh, like, yeah, like samples and scratching them. And then the break dancers started happening. And then mm-hmm. the, and the DJs were like, yes, yes, y'all, you don't stop. I throw your hands in the air like you just don't care. And then and then people were like. And then started throwing stuff on that, and then rap started happening. So hip hop is 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 a has those four pillars of break dancing, graffiti, uh, emceeing, and DJing. But emceeing was the last one to flourish, you know, and mm. the one that gets the most importance. But that's what this documentary was just to show that, but also show how we were there. We were yeah. there, we're still there, and now you know we we're the highest thing in music right now. You know, mm-hmm. Latinos get the most views and, and music now is based on views. And mm-hmm. you got, you know, if you look at the top 10 most watched videos in, in YouTube uh, history, nine are Latino or eight are Latino. Wow. So, you know, I mean, billions of views. And and, and I'm blessed to say, I, you know, I've directed or my brother's directed half of them, you know. So, yep. so um, you know, but, but like I said, look, the bottom line is we have to support one another. Absolutely. That's why you called me. Uh, uh, Tracy called me. She never calls me. So she calls me. It's for a good reason. She's like, hey, are you available tomorrow too? I mean, at 12? I was like, done. That's it. I, I don't know what I was coming well, to. I mean, we, we also have other plans for you too in season three. Well, uh, we're not, I can't talk to you officially about it until <laughs> um, we're supposed to know they told us 10 days on Friday, we'll get the official word. Okay. So I think we're at day seven now. But once we get the official word, um, I have plans because what you don't know is that when that article first came out about Fidel Castro, I sent it to Crackle and said, this is why Inside the Black Box is here. It's a platform to bring awareness to these things because we need to focus on solutions because we, you know the problem. What are the solutions to this? Because that's what I want to. So once we get that official word, you'll get another call from me. And then, and now I'm thinking, Yuli, we have to do something. Like I'm thinking maybe you and I partner up and maybe do a workshop or something like I, I I I feel like within both communities, there needs to be more support, 
Mm-hmm. There needs to be the self-love. It starts with self-love because if you love yourself, it's a natural extension to help other people. And so this whole competitive jealousy thing, there's enough out there for all of us. We're in streaming world right now. You can make a film on your phone. So there's no more excuses. It really is about us coming together as communities and, you know, culturally. We, I mean, because what... This world is going to look different in 10 years. I keep telling my granddaughter, who's 10, Hunger Games. And I keep telling Radiance and Miles, Hunger Games. Like, So we're going to have to learn how to help each other and work together. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't know. We've got three minutes, and I want to give them all to you. Whatever you want to give to the actors in terms of tips, what they need to do, here's your platform. Just real quick. Um the problem, like you said, we have to support one another. Uh, uh, John Leguizamo was the first Latino ever to go against Hollywood and say, I have a problem with this shit. Like, how 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 do we finally have an amazing leading role opportunity for Latino male and you don't give it to us? You know, how can we get Oscars? How can we make, we can't sell Latin stories because we don't have a face to put in the poster. You know, and now there's an opportunity for a face for a post and you give it to the white guy. Like, come on, guys. And you know who supported him? Who? Nobody. Nobody. Wow. Nobody. Like, I'm te- not, I not one Latino, not one Latino, not one Latino said, hey, I got you, John. This is some BS. You know, you know why? Because all the Latinos that are famous enough, they got the they're the number fifth person on the TV show. You know, the, the sixth character on that movie, living a great life. They yeah. don't want to damage that. Yep. Don't want to rock the boat. They finally got in 30 years later, finally, you know, and then I got to rock the boat. And nine out of 10 Latina women in Hollywood are married to a, a Caucasian male. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. so they're not at the Latin party. They're not, they're not at the, the Latin uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, protest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not there, so it's like, you know, so so that's the problem. No one's, no one could take a chance to say, "Hey, what's up, Hollywood?" Because they got their spot. You know what I'm saying? That's why they ain't no Latin Lives Matter protest. You know, listen. Because, I, uh, well, because, you know, we're fi- maybe we're finally- this will stimulate something, but mm-hmm. we 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 need you to talk about this because it doesn't like I just how you know we're. America is a potpourri of cultures. How do you just focus on one culture and just exclude other cultures or give them breadcrumbs here and there? Like what's going to happen, which I feel is that culturally we're going to start empowering ourselves. At least we should start empowering ourselves. Like, you know, bless we have a Tyler Perry or a Shonda Rhimes or Ava, you know, but we need to start empowering ourselves in our communities and not feeling like lack or I'm missing out. That's not, you know, you help someone in that, it's going to tenfold with everything else. And you can't have the fear. People said, are you afraid to do the show? No, I'm not afraid to do the show because this is the truth. This is what's really going on. And people need to know that. So prayerfully, you and I will be a part of, continue to be a part of the change, but I'm going to brainstorm and put some energy out there. We got to do something. We got to do something together. Like, in addition to what other other plans I have for you. So um, we're not at the end of the show, you guys. We're just at the end of the interview and we're going to invite um, 
Elsa and our actors, our two actors to come on and ask your question, our three actors. Well, we have, uh, Rain is gonna um, be a part of class and session. So Elsa, do you have the actors you can introduce? Yes. So okay. today, uh, Epic, you can come on camera. And a Hi guys. Hey. So Elsa. You guys say your name for Yuli. He is a casting director. Producer. So our first question will be from Epic Vargas. Hi, I'm Epic. Um, first question. Well, first, um, what's one? I know that you guys delved into the lack thereof of a Latin roles or whatnot. What's one role that you've seen just? tastefully done that you say you're proud of because i am a latina woman i'm african-american and latina so it's important that the conversation you guys were having is really important but has there been a role where you like not that's the way to do it but when you think of it it's portrayed eloquently tastefully um when it comes to the heritage of latin america you, you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's a good question mm -hmm. hmm like, I know we may zero in on the negative and what we may lack, but what is one where you're like, you know what? This was done well, though. We can keep up this caliber. I'm trying to think of, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of John Leguizamo, and I'm just trying, Me too. To, I'm just trying to think of all the films I watched to see which one was my favorite of his, but... Uh, um, I mean, I will have to say this, Julie. He did a film on HBO with uh, Ray Liotta, God rest his soul, where he was investigating an arsonist and it turned out that Ray Liotta was the arsonist. Mm -hmm. And that was his boss. Yeah. It was a real thriller twist. And that was um, some really great work of John. Really great. You know, going head to head with Ray Liotta. Um, I thought that was some great work, but wow. For us to even be thinking like this is... Yeah, yeah because there is, I mean, like I said, anything that comes to mind for me is like all Latin, Latin film. Like, like I, I saw this movie called Rudy and Kersey, which, you know, I was on a road trip in Miami okay. and, and a road trip in Mexico and with my brother and, and we stopped in 10 different cities and every, every, every theater was sold out for the day. And it's like, that's what I understood why Hollywood wants Mexican actors, because you have the theaters in Mexico. So if it does well there, you get all your money back there. Oh. So so we couldn't see it anyway. And then finally, our last stop was Cabo. And Cabo is more where all the tourists come. So so we saw it there. It wasn't sold out there. But we saw it there. It was two, two of, you know, Mexico's greatest actors of all time. And they were going neck and neck with each other. And it was just it was just brilliant. It was just brilliant. These actors, like, like um, Diego, Diego Luna, and um, Guillermo. Um, oh, from uh, Scandal. I'm not sure. I guess I don't watch. Yeah, yeah. He was on. Watch, he was one of the leads on Scandal. Watch, mm -hmm. I don't watch TV stuff, but mm -hmm. but uh, but yeah. So but but so that that one definitely. Um, you know, it made me understand why I was sold out in every city, and it was just like. You know, it's just great acting. You know, just great act. Those those guys are like, they're different. 
you know, they're, they're different, you know, because I think the, the problem now with a lot of Latinos I see is that they don't want to be actors. They want the residuals that actors get. Mm. Like, 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 say I started teaching and I started doing seminars and talking to the kids because I feel like when, um, when, when hip hop took off, you know, I was one of the, the top cast and directors in the music video space. So they did a thing called Access Granted on BET and MTV making a video. And I was on that thing almost almost every week because I used to do everybody's videos. So I was on there almost every week. So you would see me there with like the biggest stars in the world. And I feel like kids were like, I want to do casting. I want to direct because they wanted to be on Access Granted with the celebrities and the hot models. But they didn't really want to direct. They didn't really want to do casting. They didn't really want to be an actor. They just wanted what they saw. And that's why on my Instagram, you never see, unless I repost, which is out of respect and love, I don't put nothing up showing the glamour of this lifestyle because I don't want to continue to, you know, mis mislead people to, to what this is because it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You don't have no friends. You're home alone most of the time. Like it's, it's a, it's a lonely place. You know, your, your friends think you're crazy. You know, it's like, you know, it's just, it's not what people think it is. Now once a month, I might get invited to the Oscars and I'm chilling with superstars and it looks like I'm living the glamorous life. But for the next 30 days, I'm here. I'm here all the time. This is where I'm at most of the time in my life. But um, but yeah, like I said, that's a problem. Like, say, th me trying to think of a role of a long person, I was thinking in English, and I couldn't figure it out because I mean, how, how many, how many starring roles are there? Mm -hmm. Not many, you no. know. And, 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 or or I, it was so long ago, I don't remember, you know. But Spanish, I can tell you a couple in Spanish because that's what they give us. They give us Spanish speaking budgets, I mean, budgets for Spanish speaking material because there's numbers on the board of successful Spanish movies, but right. there's numbers on the board for English movies with Spanish people in it. You know, like I said, right now we just sold the Fat Joe series. You mm. know, we sold that one's going to change the game, but the network we sold it to, which was a big network. I'm not sure if they publicly folded yet or not. You guys have that same network, but they folded. But it's under the bigger umbrella. So now we're in limbo waiting to see, you know, do they put it on the other channels they have or do they give it back? But everybody wants the show. But it's not out yet. We haven't started production yet. But it, it's going to change the game. It's the first time you're going to see a bunch of Latinos that look like us, that speak like us, no accents, maybe New York accent, with a big studio, Big budget behind and a big, you know, Kenya Barris. You know, Kenya Barris is like the godfather. You know, he's Love like him. godfather. So he's the leader of this whole thing. So it's like he got, he just dropped two, two hits. The the what is it? The the you people was it? Yeah, he's yeah, he has two. I, I, I don't know if the other show, but and, yeah, and, and, then white, and then white man can't jump. But I'm just right. saying, but he's like, you know, he's the he's hitting home runs right now, and he's the one that that put, picked this project up and sold it and made it happen. So, so, so this potentially could change the game. And then Joe has the, the marketing love from everybody. So the minute this drops, every celebrity reposts and this and that. So people to watch, it's a great story. And then now for the first time ever, there'll be something on the board. Like, wait a minute, this project with Latinos got numbers. Yeah. Maybe we should try another one. But right now we don't have that. There's no show 
with Spanish people that speak English that grew up in America on TV, that's a hit. None. Wow. There is none. Um, we're going to get to, uh, Teddy, your question. Um, and we could just edit it just a little. We have to jump into class in session. Um, so what's your question? How you doing, Ulysses? Um, my question is, with the uh, writer's strike that's at now, what advice would you give to not only just actors, but people who are looking to become producers and script supervisors, anything else as far as actors, just getting into the industry with the writer's strike going on? What would be your plan of attack or your vision on how to navigate with that happening now? I mean, me personally, we just shot a movie that we just wrapped last week. So we took advantage of that and we got tier one uh, uh, crew to work for half the rate because they weren't working. So we took advantage of that. And we're actually getting ready to shoot something in a couple of weeks because of it. So we're taking advantage of it. It's like, you know, uh, what Marlon Wayans told me many years ago, he's like, you know, uh, you just got to do it yourself. If you're waiting for them, it's never going to come. Especially you, who who looks like you on TV? Nobody. So who's in the cast? You nobody. So you got to do it yourself. So you know, F a strike or F, like who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you depending on them? You know, take advantage of take. That's why acting class is so dope because you meet other peers, other people. Yeah. One guy's a writer, one guy's a director, one guy's yeah. an actor. You put the piece like all my students, they're all shooting shit now. You know, every single one of them. They connected. This was a writer, this was a director. Shout out to Derek. You know, he he's a director of one of my classes. They're, they're putting stuff together. It's like you, you got to take matters into your own hands. You can't wait for anybody. If you're waiting for somebody, like, like people that tell me, you know, they hate me because I ruined their acting career because I never hired them. I'm like, me? How about the other 2,999 cast and directors? Like, won't you blame them? Blame yeah. For me for, you know, like, yeah. you can't wait for nobody. You got you to do it. And then now, like Tracy said earlier, you can shoot something with your phone. It's like, it's like, there's no excuses no more. For us, back in our days, you had to buy the film, rolls of film. You had to get the camera. It was impossible. You needed yeah. at least $15,000 to do a five-minute idea. Now you can right. do a movie for zero dollars and zero cents. So that's yeah. why I'm so hardcore. Tracy's like, I'm always speaking the truth. I'm so hardcore, whatever. Because like, there's no excuses in me. No. Nope. You know what I'm saying? There's no excuses. Get up off your butts and let's go. That's it. That's it. So um, thank you, you guys. Thank you, Elsa. If we could um, just switch gears and go into class in session, <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. We are going to go right into class and session where um, Elsa is going to bring our actors back up. Uh, We have one actress that is joining us. And, um, and so, uh, Elsa, if you could do the introduction to the scene and let's jump in the class in session for you. Are you going to do the intro to class in session? And then I'll talk. Um, okay. What is going to, um, I'm just, I'll, I'll say, you know, um, um, uh, Andy can edit it. So we're just going to, um, go right into class in session right now. I was just going to use that as the intro. Gotcha. Okay. So today on class in session, we have Miss Epic Vargas and Mr. Asidius Kane. And we will have narration by Raina Sedania. I like how Raina says it. Okay, so we're gonna take put our uh, cameras on on our we're gonna put on mute and you guys on action, we can begin the scene. Raina, that's on you. Oh, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear Um, action. On action. Okay. Interior Grand Lux Country Club evening. The ballroom is vibrant with purple neon strobe lights shining and beaming off the huge glass chandelier over the dance floor, which is packed. Everyone is turned up. It's that kind of wedding. Jagged Edge, Let's Get Married just dropped. Mary heads over to the dance floor to join the party when her and Ben lock eyes again. Excuse me. Um, I had to come over and say something. Hi, I'm Ben. I know who you are, Sally. Congratulations. This is beautiful. You're beautiful. Mary's taken aback surprise. She also realizes they're still holding hands since they greeted hello. She quickly drops her hand. Thank you. <laughs> um, who are you here with? Angie. I'm Angie's sister. Um, so I'm, I'm her date tonight. 
Uh, the neighbor. That'll be the one. Exactly. Wow. The tension is in their locked eyes towards each other is undeniable. Mary notices his wife looking for him as the song is appropriate. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go get a drink. Um, you're, I think your wife is looking for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, look, 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 excuse me, wait, excuse me. Look, I, I know this is, this is very inappropriate, but in all honesty, I've been locked on you since I saw you in the church. And I just really want to know, and I need to know that I can see you again. Ironically, Mary feels it. As wrong as it is, she hesitates, but... Me, me too. Mary notices that his wife has found him and is oh. on her way over. She snaps out of it. Um, con- congratulations again. Um, yeah. Mary smiles and heads off. He watches until he's interrupted by his new wife. Hey, he yeah. from behind. She hugs on him as the DJ gets on the mic. Can we get a Ben and his beautiful wife, Shauna, to the dance floor? Let's go. Dean. Dean, thank you. All right. Um, okay. Um, it's on you, Yuli. Whatever you want to throw at them, you can. Oh, wow. Ah, well, I'm going to say sorry first before I speak. You know, sometimes I'm my my uh, direction might feel hardcore. And, and so so don't, don't take hard feelings to what I say. So number one is, what's the girl's name that's reading? Raina. Raina. So number one, like, I don't know why you're reading. You know, but if you were reading because you want to be a reader or you want to be considered to be an actor or because you're part of the team or something, you know, like this is how it started. You you were like this. For the narration? Yeah. Yeah. And then then you were just. Oh, okay. I'm just. Then you were just like, oh, I got to go. Oh, I didn't even hear you. I got to go now. Yeah. So let me do this narration. So it already put me like that, that, that interrupted my energy now. So I now, agree. So now, so now the actors are in trouble now because I was already like, I didn't, I didn't come into this with good energy because you were just like, you don't want to be here. You were just like, oh, no, oh. I want to be, oh, that's okay. I don't, no, 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 okay. No, no, I don't no, 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 I'm just saying, like, that's how it felt. Like, you got punished. You got punished. And Tr- Tracy said, come read. And you're like, oh, damn it. And you were just like, oh. So, so I'm just saying, so if you're an actor, right, if you're an actor, because people that read for me, they're actors. So they yeah. read so they can be in my eyeline so the producers can see them, so they can have some kind of energy so we can consider them for other roles or whatever. But your energy, you know, wasn't good is what I'm saying. So if you're, if you're the camera sees everything. Right. So this is everything. So you should always be here like, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait till it's okay. <laughs> you know, so like. I can- so can I ask you a question? So as a narrator, I can be just as productive as the actors that are acting for of, their role. Of, co- of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. Why, 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 why do it then? Okay. Like nobody's a reader. All my okay. readers are actors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. And they yeah. try to they try to overkill it. Like, and then they come into the house startled. You know, and they try to make it entertaining so we can like okay. you. We can like you and be like, are you an actor? 
you know what? She can be good for the Vanessa role. Like, yeah. that's, like that's why you read to be in the room with us, to be hanging out with us, to start to get the relationship is everything. You know. Yeah. What I'm so once you're in the building, you're in the building with with Tracy Moore. It's like wow, that's big. Now you're in the building with me. So it's like you should be like ready yeah. for, to have both of us fall in love with you. You know what I'm saying? And so this thing right here, this thing right here was like okay. And then she spoke to you like, yeah. actually, you were like, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I was no, because it was mute. I didn't hear, no, I didn't hear, she, no, I didn't I, hear I, action no, the first I get time. It, I get it. Okay. I don't need for you to explain. I'm just telling you how, oh, okay. it, how it felt okay. to me. How it felt to me. Okay. Well, so the point of that is like, once you're here, it's action. Yeah. This, right now, this is callbacks with the studio, the director, the network. This is big. And, and, yeah. and, and we always have to show up looking great. Once you're on the camera, you know, all the time, yep. even though it's fake, it's just, it's just yeah, I can't wait my turn. <laughs> oh, it's my, yep. hey, okay, sure, let's go, right? Okay. And now, I just want to say this, the most important thing for a reader, I have stressed this, Yuli, since Urban World. You have to, you ha you set the tone for the, the, the scene. You set the tone. And I've said this a thousand times, a narrator, that's why... I, I, you know, we have to find narrators, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because not everybody can be. And, and this is a good teachable moment for you, Raina, because it is about energy and a narrator, like Yuli said, a narrator is just not a narrator. We're looking at you as an actor. So it's the energy that you present yourself with is going to set the tone for the actors. Yes. That's all I had to say. And, and like I said, you know, and, and sometimes for me to be, to express myself, it might come out harsh or it might seem mean. No, that's good. This is, this is, mean, yeah, this is for you to never do that ever again. No. So next okay, time you're, yes. through, you're like. No, that's what I'm here for. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you two up there, right? I think you guys were equally the same as far as your performance, you guys both seem like trained actors, like you've studied for a long time and you guys are, you, you guys are actors. That's what, that's what I got out of it. But I felt like you guys followed every lesson taught to you guys. You know, I felt like there was a lot of thinking ahead, like, let me pause here. Let me do this expression. Like it was overthought. Like, I don't think you guys were there at all. I think you guys were overthinking. You know, I feel like every expression, everything you did, you guys thought about it. Like when she says that, I'm going to do this. And when he says that, I'm going to, you know, be confused like this. And 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 that's how I felt with the performance. But I felt you guys are good actors. So I would give you direction. OK, guys, let's stop the bullshit. Let's do it again. Smack him in the face, like like kiss him, like whatever the, the energy was. I'm like, let's let's do that. Like let's let's do it again, and I I would like to do it again if we have time. I don't we have time to do it again? Do we? Um, really. the, we don't. Okay. <laughs> they get but, one time to make a first impression. Okay, so so, but I'm saying, but you guys came off like strong actors to me for sure, right? But I felt like, every, like, like let me ask you a question. What, what was your name? Uh, epic? epic. So yes. let me ask you this epic question to you: Were you there a thousand percent? Were you in the scene a thousand percent, or were you thinking? Let's be honest. I was there. I feel like what made me, what kind of threw me off was I forgot to close my window and I started to hear noise outside and I kept wanting to close the window. So I was. And yes, then you, I, yes, you were doing, you were closing windows, listening to people outside. Okay. How about you? What, what were you thinking? 
I was like you said, you know, honestly, I was really trying to grab the moments and I was more focused on the moments because the words me personally were yeah, yeah, no, I was really trying to because this, this is not what I'm used to. So mm-hmm. it's like me getting used to this. And yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. 100%. So thank you guys for being honest. But like I said, I saw the skills. I saw the, you know, you guys are trained actors, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. I saw that a mile away, but I just saw the overthinking that that interfered with with the real energy and the real expressions and the real movements. All that was like, I felt was thought. You know, so so that was so that that's my uh, that's my uh, critique. But this I, but... is why I love him, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I but, could be but, here all day. But, all... but that performance works for TV all day, like you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I think half the shows on TV is that you know. Hey, how are you? I'm fine, and you? Yeah, yeah. I don't watch to network. To the loo. See you later. Me. Bye. Because that's network. That's yeah, the formula exactly. of network, exactly. you know? So, 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 well, ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to stand up for real. I want you to put your hands together for real for the amazing, phenomenal, dynamic Mr. Ulysses Terrero, casting director extraordinaire, director, producer extraordinaire. Stand up together. Um, and I'll share But I'm telling you, I'm so, so happy and so grateful you came on because I just need people to hear and I need actors to hear what you have to say. And I'm so glad that this is going to come on next Tuesday and everybody is going um, and the drop. We're going to be playing it just 24 hour rotation so that people can come on the show next Tuesday and see you. But I just want to thank you again for being there and, and taking my call. No, you're crazy. Thanks. For, I'm honored to be here. So thank you for letting me your space and your and your spirited actors world and appreciate you. Very you always in my world, Yulia. I talk about you so much. You should be burdened. I was talking about you the other day to Ian Gelfan. Hell yeah. Yeah, because he directed 50's show on BET and we were talking. I was like, he comes to his class like, you know, like Yuli, <laughs> Yuli is the man. <laughs> so um, but I just again, you guys have been very, very blessed. I pray that you took all this information in and that you listen to his last comment. Yes. So. Yes. So, so. Be great and be humble. That's my advice. Be great and be humble and you can't lose. The Absolutely can. The end. Those are great words, you guys, to meditate and to embrace. When we come back to the Spirit Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, I am going to be giving you love. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you some love. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time to give love. It takes discipline to live your life. And I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm not talking about your job. I'm not talking about your children. I'm talking about you. It takes discipline to eat right and to eat healthy. It takes discipline to work out and move your body. It takes discipline to have these evening routines of the, you know, washing your face and putting serum on and toner and all of that. It takes discipline to live your life. Every day, make an effort to be disciplined, to practice something every single day and be consistent with it. If I 
thought that inside the black box was not going to happen, I would have stopped believing 18 years ago. But I had the discipline and the focus and the passion and the commitment to see it through. Practice, practice every single day. Disciplining yourself, maybe cutting out instead of having three cups of Starbucks, maybe you have one. Instead of going to bed at 12, maybe you try going to bed at nine. Every single day, make an effort to practice discipline. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.